Hello and welcome back to episode three of Warmest Regards. Oh my god, I can't believe we're here. We've made it. We've made it. This is the longest relationship I've ever been in. <laughs> you enjoying it? Yeah, like my commitment phobe inside me is screaming, but um, I'm here. I'm M3 in it every week <laughs> in the rain. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm so glad you are. Um, so I've booked my laser. <gasps> it will be the best experience of your life. It will be the greatest thing you've ever done. Emma has been bugging me now for a couple of years to remove, in, the, in a nice way, she's just constantly in awe of how much body hair I can grow in such a short space of time. Mm. Um, and the good friend she is, she, she has tried with her laser machine to get rid of said body hair, but we weren't committed enough. And I think I need something slightly stronger. Oh yeah, absolutely. I like, I, I mean, guys, when I say, um, I'm a big fan of Hollywood browser, um, use code everything with Emma 20 for 20% off. Uh, we will work on a warmest regards code for yeah. you very shortly. I think it's needed. Um, but I love Hollywood browser. It's a dermaplaning tool. It's amazing. I also love estrid razors. So I'm going to put them both in the same thing. They're not sponsored, but I just love them both. Now, Hollywood browser is great for those little hairs and like um, dermaplaning your face. But estrid is like a full size razor. When I say I needed a lawnmower to tackle Louise's bikini line. Stop. No, I'm sorry. I've got to say it. It. I mean, there aren't enough no, subscription the thing services is, right, for razors. Everyone's different, right? But I don't need to have a bald vagina to feel sexy. No, apps, and that is your prerogative. But having it grow down to just above your knee <laughs> is like... When your husband, Pete, said to me, Emma, are you coming over? And I said, yeah, yeah I'm coming over. And he said, bring your razor heads. <laughs> That's when you know it's bad. It's, yeah, I know, I know. But there are just more important things on my mind, I guess. And mm. doesn't really, it's just not a priority. It does bother me. It does yeah. bother me. I was going to say it doesn't really bother me. It does bother me. Yeah. It, just because that's my preference. I prefer, would prefer not to have it. Um, so I've booked in laser, mm. um, which I'm really excited for. So I've booked in eight sessions. I'm, de I'm getting my face because I can literally grow um, like chin hair moustache within a week yeah it's just I don't know what it is whether it's hormonal or whether I, I actually just think it's my genetics 100% because my sister's the same Irish We're, we've got dark very 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 dark hair like my eyebrows say it all to be honest mm. um so yeah so I've booked that in I've paid I've took the plunge and paid a bit of money for it so I'm getting go on tell the pod upper lip chin um underarms uh bikini well actually i've booked in for the whole thing but i don't want them to do the whole thing and a perianal <laughs> <laughs> because it came with the bikini so i thought well whilst you're down there whilst you're down there yeah shoot some it light at it literally a buy one get one free job whilst you're down there and i know you've had your perianal day. i haven't oh my gosh stop it i haven't that's absolutely correct that's a vicious lie Wait, did you go on all fours? I did. And what do you wear on your... your you uh, don't. Are you naked? I mean, you're... <laughs> or is it like a little cloth? So I've heard from a friend that's had it done. Yeah. Um, because I would never announce that I would have had that done on the podcast. Um, but so I've heard... So you have a hairy perianal. No. <laughs> is that what you're announcing? 
It's fine. No, I have a perfect perianal. So I've heard from a friend, you put on paper knickers, like when you get a spray tan, but it's a paper thong. So you might as well just be naked and then they just move it to the side. Oh, that's a bit, that's, that's Like fine. they want to keep your dignity there, but to be honest, it's pointless. Yeah, no, that's fine. Gosh, and I've also heard from a friend that you get aftershocks. What do you mean? So afterwards, you're walking around and it's a bit like an earthquake. So, you know, you get aftershocks in an earthquake. So every like hour or so, you get a little... Oop. Oh, I wouldn't mind that, I don't think. It, yeah, I mean, I don't... Obviously, I don't know because I haven't had it done. But um, yeah, so I've heard. <laughs> I wouldn't know because I've not had it done. <laughs> yeah, and, and my, I don't know if I said, but I'm getting my underarms. I have heard that that's a little bit more painful. Yeah. Because it's quite a sensitive area, but what a great area to have done. Did you get that done? I didn't know, but I've done it myself with the machine and it's definitely thinned it out. Like I don't have to shave as often. Um, but I'd, yeah, I mean, I'd have it done for sure. But the machine has worked quite well for me. Yeah. Um, this is the most I've ever spent on my body ever. Oh, babes, don't get into that. So I think altogether it's, it's cost me about 400 pounds. I don't, that's I know. cheap. Yeah, maybe, maybe. but to me, that's a lot of money, but it is something that um, I think will cause me, like I, I have low self-confidence about the yeah. amount of body hair that I have and more about like the thickness and darkness of it and especially on my face. Oh, absolutely. Like I, I've had it since I was about 12, 11 or 12, literally since I started puberty and I've just been trying to like manage it and it's un, it's just, if, I, if there's something here now that can make me feel a little bit more confident, then I'm definitely going to take it. That's why the gods created laser hair removal. That is why. And actually, like I'm currently budgeting two thousand pounds to spend on my face. So really, in the grand scheme of things, four hundred is is cheap. On two thousand pounds on your face. Yeah, I've got big plans. Big plans. Big plans. It involves fat freezing, filler, Botox, and maybe a thread or two. Oh, nice. <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm very excited for your journey and I know that the podcast are excited for your journey and want to hear about how your perianal gets along. I'll, let, uh, I'll give you updates on my perianal. Wonderful. Anything for you. So we have a story for you guys. Um, now bear with me because I'm actually not the best at telling stories. That's a, that's a vicious lie. I actually am. You are good, yeah. Um, so as I've mentioned on the podcast before, sorry, anti-vaxxers, um, close your ears and don't slash my tires. Um, I... I'm a vaccinator for the NHS. NHS heroes. Um, please, please understand my sarcastic tone with that. Um, I don't actually believe that I am an NHS hero. Um, yeah, so I did a blood pressure unit in uh, the town that I live in. And I saw lots of amazing, wonderful patients that had far too high blood pressure. And um, I met this lovely man. He was in his 80s and his brother was there as well. And they still would have our blood pressure taken and they were Italian. And I was talking about how um, he said his name was Tony. And I said, oh, that's my favorite singer's name, Tony Bennett. How old's Tony? Uh, Italian Tony. I think he's about 82, 83. Okay. Um, and he came in, a gorgeous, gorgeous man. He was talking all about Italy. I think he was from Sicily, actually. And um, we're chatting away and I was giving him some lifestyle advice. You know, so pot kettle, like don't eat too much salt. And there's me like tequila, salt, like <laughs> Saturday night. Um, but anyway, giving him all this advice. And he, I didn't realize that he came back to that town center that shall not be named um, every day, same time with his brother. And they'd read the newspaper and they'd get a coffee. 
Um, so I started seeing him regularly and I'd say, oh, hi, Tony, and ciao, ciao. And we'd, you know, give each other a hug and a kiss. And I'd say, how's the blood pressure and all that kind of stuff. And then he said to me, now, Bella, Bella, um, where's your husband? And I started, Tony, I don't have one. You know, I'm single. And he said, oh, you're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. Um, I have a, the perfect man for you. And the perfect man was his grandson, Luca. Oh, should I say his name? Yes, it's yeah. Um, Luca. And I said, oh, okay, Luca sounds great. But the thing is, guys, I've been in this position many times before, especially vaccinating the older generation where they say, I've got the perfect grandson for you. And I see them and I'm like, on what planet? <laughs> Sorry, but on what planet? I might look a little bit worse for wear when I'm like aproned up with a mask, but no, absolutely not. I'm offended. Yeah. So obviously, Italian Tony, I'm going, oh yeah, all right, Luca sounds great. Sounds like a right catch. And he said, you'll marry in Sicily on the top of this hill, blah, blah, blah. Sounds great. So anyway, I then stopped doing this job. And me and Lou were in town, weren't we? We, we were. went in. Lou was very hangry. So hangry. I, I comes, it comes on quickly as well. And Emma was dragging me around <laughs> the shops. I mean, I tell you, this woman has a stamina for shopping. It's like nothing I've ever seen. I could do like five shops max. I'm done. Get me home. Like, I don't. I just don't, it's not, me, it's not me at all. But she will go from like every shop to find the best deal and it's mm. freaking exhausting. Mm. Um, it's, it's, it's a sport and it's a true skill. And so I was like, one I'm very I, proud I of. need to eat lunch because I will like mm. break up with you. She was very hangry. And so of course we had to go to Pratt because Louise is a white working to middle class. Whatever you want me to be really. <laughs> Anything a white girl from Hampshire. Um and she loves Pratt. So we went into Pratt. Anyway, we walk in and who's there? Italian Tony. It's fucking Tony. It's Italian Tony, his brother. And who's that we see? The most gorgeous, gorgeous grandson. I, I give it to I give it to Tony. Oh. He was bigging him up and it pulled and it, oh, he, he, was, he came through. <laughs> he came through. But you know the, the most um, heartbreaking thing of it all was th that um, to I think it was Tony's wife, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. They had a glittery frame. A crystallized. A crystallized frame with a black and white picture of his wife in it and that they stuck it in the, in the middle of prep on their table. Oh my heart. So they had coffee with her on the table uh -huh. I, I just I honestly couldn't yeah. take it because and the, the grandson in the middle and the brother and Tony either side and it was just it was really cute wasn't it it was gorgeous it was absolutely like I honestly was just like this is it like this is the moment oh I can't do old people and like the um death and and partners oh you don't do it do you no no don't do don't it no, it, any, it like um, it like cripples me. Like, oh, does it? Like yeah. you just can't handle it. It's just it. so sad. It didn't, yeah, it's just so sad. Mm, and um, circle of life, babes. Do you know what I mean? And again, you were just like, oh, there's Italian Tony Lou. We need to go and sit sit down and um and and you know bump into them and casually, I, casually. And I was like, no, I need to eat my fucking lunch. <laughs> Guys, I... Because she said I couldn't open... Because I, I got a tuna salad and she said I couldn't open it because it smelled. No, that's not what I said, actually. I take No, so we get to the till with her tuna salad thing. And I'm like trying to think up a plan of how this is all going to work. And the woman says, are you eating in or taking out? And I said, eat in. And she said, take out. And the woman looked at us and Louise deadpan no expression went sorry my friend really fancies someone in here so apparently we've got to eat in <laughs> i was 
seething. I looked at Lou and I was like, you and I are going to fall out today. I was like, eat your effing lunch. I was so annoyed. Anyway, we sat down right by their table. After you put on lipstick. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have any on me, did I? I had to borrow yours. I looked like a poodle that had stuck its paw in an electrocution point <laughs> that day as well. I'd wavered my hair and it just wasn't a vibe, was it? Anyway, um, and I, I hear that they're speaking Italian. Like he was wearing grey sweatpants and like girls, like my hands, you know, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying, don't you? I can't do grey sweatpants. No, nah, my, my hands, no. I know that there's some hands listening. Cody's one of them, I bet. And yeah, she's listening she to this right it. now and she's going, yep, yeah, I know what you're talking about, Em. Yeah. But anyway, um, and then Lou goes, I'm not opening this because I want to eat the whole thing and I want to enjoy it. Mm. so we're going back to flat so hurry up you've got five seconds it was like I was in trouble by my mum and I went no 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 Lou 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 anyway Lou stood up and walked directly past him and Italian Tony went oh Chavella <laughs> no you I swear you walked past him and you were like oh, oh I did Tony <laughs> oh Tony is that you oh Tony oh my gosh I was like, oh my god oh my god Tony oh and who's this <laughs> completely ignoring the fact that his grandson's there like Tony I've not seen you should come and get your COVID jab with me Tony come and it, oh it's just ridiculous it was an Oscar winning performance you know he goes this is my grandson Luca Luca this is and he said oh you're the blood pressure woman which I've been called some things in my time but blood pressure woman. That is sexy. It's peak. It's absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. For me, I was just like, I'm so much more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do COVID jabs too. I'm flu. And then Luca turns around and goes, I don't think my girlfriend would be very happy with that. Yeah, I go, sorry. He's always trying to set me up with these girls. But I've got a girlfriend. And it was just the biggest waste of fucking time. Because I could have <laughs> had my tuna salad there and then. No, it wasn't the biggest waste of time. It was very dramatic. And I said, Tony. Oh, my God, Tony. Like, what do you mean he's got a girlfriend? And then Luca, I should. <laughs> oh, yeah. This moment. Oh, my God. Luca turns around and goes, Sorry, I hope you don't mind me asking, but why do you keep calling him Tony? <laughs> <laughs> and my face, Lou's face, was a picture. And I was like, Tony, what? And he was like, Oh, it doesn't matter. And I was like, No, but you legit told me on an NHS form that your name was Tony. Lying. And he was like, Well, you know, your favorite singer was Tony Bennett. So, you know, <laughs> just like, What? What an absolute. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just been wild, really. Um, so basically, I met to Italian Tony's grandson, Luca. He was drop dead gorgeous, but unfortunately, he has a girlfriend Isn't who I imagine is so petite, nice. blonde, and introverted. <laughs> as you know we we love getting your questions in um and we are absolutely inundated with them this oh, took a really constant. long time to choose actually it really was um so <laughs> cody was really really kind and sent in another one um because <laughs> um all of our other fans are absolutely useless <laughs> so here we go question of the week is if you could go back to your 18 year old self and give yourself one piece of advice what would it be you go first because i don't know my answer um i'll just say what comes to my head um eat something you're about to faint yes would be <laughs> yeah the first bit of advice that i would give myself um don't let people film videos of you that are out of context <laughs> would, be, would be my second bit of advice yeah um stay away from the drum department of your uni <laughs> 
Yeah, no, there's some great ones. Yeah, what about you? <laughs> um, you know what? I don't think I'd tell her anything. I would give her a massive hug. Mm. I would just give her a massive hug, a massive kiss. Mm. And I'd just be like, don't, yeah. And like, just almost like let her feel the sense of like calm that I feel now. Like when I hug her, I'd, I'd want mm. her to feel that. So she knew that was coming, but I don't think I'd say anything because sometimes knowing what's coming or saying something, saying something like, don't do this, do this instead. Like you're, you're never gonna, you're never gonna hear it you're never gonna like take it on board particularly so I would actually just give her a massive hug and hope that she felt from the future that there was something lovely there that's so true I think actually ignorance is bliss and oh god I miss that naivety that naivety to the world to like the evils of the world and to the bad things that can happen I miss that I miss that so much, that selfishness, that like utter selfishness of being 18 and thinking you're the best thing since sliced bread and having that inner confidence. But there's a reason it shouldn't last that long. Like it Absolutely. It's It's a season for sure. Yeah. You can't take that through because then you 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 don't you're not able to access the level of like kindness and, and like compassion and love without if you were to stay in that mindset that you do have now, like you are every you are all of those things and loyal and just like it just all round um like beautiful human and so I think had you have like stayed you just physically can't stay in that space for too long it wouldn't it's all about growing I I feel like I was a very different person back then you were a very different person back then and Mm. and that's good Mm. god if we were the same it'd be boring I I I look back at thinking oh 18 and now when I think of myself as 18, I, I would see myself as a child. Absolutely. But like when I'm 18, I thought that was it. I thought, right, growing done. I'm an adult. Yeah. This is it. And I, I definitely, um, I tried way too hard at 18 to be something that I wasn't. I think that's so common, isn't mm. it? But like, I, I, I just, it's that desperate need to fit in. Oh my God, yeah. And um. If I could have changed anything, I would have changed that feeling that I needed to fit in. But the other thing I would change, sorry, is I wouldn't have spent eighty nine pound in shoe on a pair of DMs. You didn't get DMs because if anyone actually knows me to my core, you know that my feet do not belong in DMs, <laughs> and they will never return into DMs ever. It's a heel. So that that sums up sketches. fitting in, doesn't it? me yeah exactly absolutely me and shoe guilford sorry i just said the location but whatever um shoe guilford with somebody who wasn't a friend and yeah spending 89 pound my paycheck from house of fraser on a pair of dms that just gave me blisters and made me look short (laughs) (laughs) what were they do you remember they black ones black Black. boots black with the yellow thread oh god no 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 no. that's horrendous no black black No, I wasn't that brave, jeez. And I think I sold them on Depop years later. Yeah. But I, I think I wore them about five times and I remember my mum going, oh, this is an interesting phase. And she, <laughs> went, and she said, it's a bit like when you put Dream Matt Moose on your lips in school. You didn't. I did. I did. I used to wear Dream Matt Moose. If we, that's why we got acne. <laughs> Sorry, that is why. I Dream used to Matt get it Moose. in um, the... the 
I can't remember, was it porcelain? Porcelain, porcelain. Zero, zero, one. Yeah. Porcelain. And it, I would look like a sugared fucking almond. Like God, I just can't believe we used to put mousse. Dream at mousse. Barry M eyeshadow. Yeah. Um, with your finger. With the finger. Barry M eyeshadow. Mm. Um, and then what, what else would I have done? Did you have any lip products? No, I didn't really do lips. Like you say, it was foundation on the lips, wasn't it? With a bit yeah, of it was, gloss. It was Dream Matte Mousse with gloss over the top. Yeah. I've got a school photo of me, heavily overweight, with Dream Matte Mousse on my lips, gloss, and a hairband with a bow. Oh, um, yeah, it's tragic, isn't it? I, I, so my sister was, is four years older than me. And so when I was in year seven, she was in year 11. So when I started secondary school, she was... The, you know the, the the oldest year group so I immediately had a little bit more like um I don't know like no one messed with me at school street cred street cred because my sister was in year 11 and and this I would make her in the morning we'd get up at like half six and she'd do my hair it would involve washing the hair in the morning leaving it wet absolutely annihilating it in some sort of like spray like wet moussey spray no mousse then a hairspray or a texture spray. And then with a diffuser, we would curl it in place of it remained and had that crunchy wet look with like a bit of a wave. Honestly, that was my look for, for year seven. I need to see a picture. Yeah. Married Diaries, talking of married life. Yes. What has it been like this week? Um, married life, yes. I just received my oh, hour, sorry. Our wedding photos back. Oh my god! I was really ner- really nervous for them because I don't like particularly looking at myself she intensely. But I'm chuffed with them. You know, the nicest thing for me about looking at w- the wedding photos, yeah, there's lovely ones of me and Pete. Um, but I um, love seeing the photos of like friends and family. That they're just the best because you don't get to see those moments on the day. Like you are just preoccupied or. Um, you can't be in every place all at once. So it's so nice to see their faces and what other people were doing on the day and other people like different worlds colliding and friends talking and chatting that like you've known um, just through like different seasons of your life. And it's really, it was really, really lovely. So um, I'm going to spend a lot of time looking through them. I think they're very going to be really special. I think what's really strange is that like, I think we've probably got at least, what, 500 photos there, would yeah, you say? Yeah, there's loads. Like, when you look through, like, your parents or your grandparent, grandparents' wedding photos, there's, like, I think I've seen one from my mum and dad's wedding. Literally, no, two, two. A group photo of everyone there and one of my mum and dad just outside, like, wherever, like, classic puff sleeves, 80s, perm and all that sort of stuff. And then with my nan and granddad, I've they've just got one wedding photo where they're outside the church that they got married in or registry office. And that's it. I think sometimes having like, I don't like 500 photos, like. It's it, almost too much choice. It's so it? much choice. Yeah. I, yeah. It's just like, I, I, I personally, we got them because lovely memories. And also it's for the people that were there too. I personally don't need that many photos. I'll probably only ever look at five of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And funny story with Louise's photographer, um, sweet man, very sweet man, but gosh, he had his work cut out with me. He did, he did. I um, He came to take photos of us 
uh, when we were getting ready. And I was told that that wasn't going to be the case. We didn't think that was going to be the case. So I was wearing like my Primark kind of pajama bottoms and was not, you know, not ready to have my photo we, taken. We weren't in silk robes. Emma, despite um, Emma's disgust, I didn't want a robe. Yeah, I wanted a robe with bridesmaid on the back, but you don't always get what you want in life, do you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so when he came to take photos, I just pulled into one side, didn't I? And I just said, look, um, you and I are going to get on great today, but nobody, literally nobody, needs to see a picture of me getting ready in Primark joggers. Like, no, nobody. And I would really appreciate it if we avoided that. Also, what are your feelings and thoughts on Photoshop? To which he said, well, I can't Photoshop one eye to be the other because my eyelashes were really bad that day, really bad. And I said, you know, the left eye is great, but the right's really bad. And he said, well, it's pretty obvious if I Photoshop that eye. So I don't think we we're on the same page on that one. But um, no, I just said to him, you know, I'm a big fan of Photoshop and I'm a big fan of making the best of yourself, as anyone that's seen my Hinge profile will know. Um, and yeah, just, you know, I'd appreciate your support on the matter. But he was a barely there photographer, wasn't he, Lou? Yeah, he's more of like, a, um, he did like documentary style photos. So he's like fly on the wall. I didn't want like cheesy, massive group photos. Feeling like, like I, d I didn't want like someone really just like being loud and like, everyone look here or mm. say cheese. Like I just can't stand that. Um, so he was amazing. Oh, he was amazing. Like, and he I, captured everything and you had no idea he was there. No, like we all went on a boat the day before and I did not know the guy was there until on the way back. Yeah. To which I was horrified because then I was thinking, oh my gosh, what photos has he taken? But um, but no, he was he was very good at, at being a barely there photographer, but that is my worst nightmare. I don't like to be caught off guard. So I just said to him, look, you know, give me a two second warning and I'll pop the right leg out and one <laughs> one leg on one um hand on the waist and you'll get my best side like you'll get some amazing shots but just a two second warning and I'm there and he said but Emma, I'm a barely there photographer like the whole point is that we don't pose and I was like yeah but you're not understanding two me. different worlds two very different worlds but we worked really well together that day yeah actually. it was a good collaboration um he he did say to me he was like god you cry a lot and I I sobbed as we've seen from the photos I would say 90% of the photos of me and me crying you cried the most and I've mm. I've never I barely ever see you cry in the in the decade I've known you honestly I I'm made of of stone these days and I sobbed and sobbed from the night before the wedding Lou's dad did a slideshow and mm. from that moment through Lug to the night open. of the wedding I just cried and cried there's a picture of me on Pete's dad sobbing after the speeches it's just ridiculous I don't know what was wrong with me I was obviously very hormonal um but yeah so but he got some nice shots he didn't get some hideous ones I mean there's a couple where I'm like oh get me some filler but there's nothing oh, there's nothing that. horrendous so no all in all 10 out of 10, TripAdvisor would recommend. Yeah, he's amazing. His name's Craig Williams. If oh, I could have said then. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Hi, Craig, if you're listening. I doubt he is. It's so nice working with he's you. He's a busy man. <laughs> <laughs> Single diaries. Uh, this week, I was meant to go on a date, but didn't. Um, I actually cancelled the date. With who? I was meant to go on a date with Miles. Miles, yeah, from last week. Uh, might be the same miles. Yeah, I can never remember. Where are you gonna go? I have three bars that I use. <laughs> <laughs> I use the same three bars in my local area because I either know the staff, so I know that if they're gonna try and kill me, that like I'll be protected. 
Um, the other one, I like to piss off the staff. <laughs> so that's why I go. Um, and the other one is nice and quiet. But yeah, we're also getting into transfer deadline day, aren't we, for relationships now? What is it? Is it the 12th of December? What's that? Have you not heard of that? No. So I think it's called transfer deadline day. It's it's um when you've got to decide if you're dating someone, you've got to commit for Christmas and you, you, you're stuck in. Because oh. then it's Christmas present buying. Or if you're dating someone and you're not sure, you've you got to get rid. Then. Yeah, you've got to get rid. You've got to lock it in. That. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit it's similar it's for true. Valentine's Day. It's, it's too, it, if you're not committed by the 1st of Feb, you got to sort yourself out because you've yeah, got 14 days yeah. to go. So, yeah, so we, we're nearing that window and I can't really see it changing for Christmas, which is not a problem for me. No. Right, I'm now laying on the floor. Okay. You've yawned about seven times in this podcast I have. as I'm well. Really so, tired. should we call it a day? I think we're going to have to, but I've absolutely loved this. Best wishes. Kind regards. Warmest regards. Oh, fuck. That's the name of the podcast, <laughs> isn't it? Wait, do it again. Do it again. Best wishes. Warmest regards. We love you. Bye.